Well, praise the Lord. Good morning and welcome again to Faith Restoration Ministries and to Kindness Theological College. It's indeed a wonderful day in many ways for what God is doing for us. I've listened to some testimonies yesterday of what God is doing for his people in delivering them and helping them at such a time of need. We're not going to um, wait along this morning. We don't recognize the Vivian here. And even though she's passing through, but we want to thank God for her and for what God has been doing in our lives over the past, well, throughout. We give him thanks. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for this another wonderful day, a time, dear God, when we can gather. Lord Jesus, to tell the world that you save, you keep, and you satisfy. To tell the world that you love them, no matter how sinful they are. The word of God says you can reach the to the the uttermost, you save to the uttermost. So no one has any excuse this morning to say, well, I'm just too sinful. So we pray that as the word goes through today, that each one will think about it and recognize that there is hope for him and there is hope for her. May you bless us again in Jesus' name. Before I continue, I'm just going to ask Sylvine to just say good morning to you, just greet you, and then I will do, do the word. Good morning, everyone. It's such an honor to be here once again to share the word and to lift each other up in prayer. As I thank God for this ministry, my prayer is that lives will be affected. If we're living in some serious times, you know, I'm a part of this intercessory group on Facebook, and um, people were sharing their views of what is happening in the world. And, you know, what came to my thought was how we as Christians, as intercessors, we can't take the world's view of what is happening. We have to focus on the spiritual. Because God is the spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we have to do things in the spirit and recognize that we are in a spiritual war. There's a battle going on. And so we have to be constantly being tuned with God and listen and, and be obedient to what he's saying. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. You know, I I have a friend who is very knowledgeable in the word and I don't always get to, get to hear him. So whenever I would say to him, whenever time I get you, I hold on to your chin, your, your, your coattail for as long as I can. So Sister Vivi, she's always here, but you know, we all have different things to do. So I would just thank God for her willingness. And this is something I admire about her. I have a student like this, very willing, very enthusiastic. I mean, there's a fervor I've seen in this young man. I, I, I have not seen it in any other student so far. But I know God has his people out there. I also want to say, as I listen to the different testimonies of how God is helping his people, I heard testimonies where miraculously God is delivering his people out of this disgusting situation that is going on. Let me say here today, you may not be able to get on a plane. You can't, maybe you can't even give a dollar to those persons who are helping. But you can pray. Pray for what is going on in Afghanistan this morning. Pray for what is going on in this country and in your country. Don't think it has not, what is going on has not touched your country. Listen, 
You may not be close to it, but Satan works everywhere in the four corners of the world. Believe it. He is working even on your family. <laughs> even on you, he works on your mind. So even though, though I was thinking about it, that even though the angels who were thrown, thrown out of heaven are chained in the bottomless pit, they can, the, what, the way, what they do is to work on the minds of people. So Paul talks about um, we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but with spiritual wickedness in high places. And if ever you can see spiritual wickedness working, it is right now. Right now. I won't go into details. You need to watch the news yourself and figure out. But as my sister say, I agree with her 100%. This is not a flesh situation. It's not a man situation. It is a demonic situation that we are facing right now. When demons enter into the hearts and lives of people, they take over that life. All right? They will cause anything to happen when they take over that life. When you read Matthew, um, Matthew chapter 17, I can show you, this was not what I had to talk about this morning, um, where um, this father, he brought his son, his son for, for the disciples to, to heal him, to cast out rather the devil that was inside of him, the demonic spirit. I tell you, demons are real. You may say, oh, she's just talking nonsense. Demons are real, and that's a demon that's spoken to you, through you. If you say that, that's a demon that spoke to you, I can assure you, okay? They are real. Ah, praise God. I'm looking for it now. Um, it's in Matthew chapter 17, and it says here. Oh, there we are, verse 14. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into water and, and in the water. Listen, that's what demons do. Demons cause you to hate. Demons cause, cause people to commit murder. Demons cause people to take drugs instead of praying to God and ask for to help in their times of need. Demons were, are real entities. They are spiritual. They are the the servants of the devil, they have power, but they do not have more power than you and I have. I'm going to show this, and I'm going to get to the scriptures for today, but as my sister, um, oh, yeah, I just wanted to confirm what she was saying, that what she's saying is true. Demons of power, this is why Jesus, hear what he said in verse 18 of Luke 10. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. He can come in all forms, even as an angel of light, Satan will come. So here he is as lightning. Some of the storms you see around the place, they're not all sent or, or manufactured or whatever way you want to look at it, you know, in terms of God. But Satan can be anything he wants to be other than God. He can do whatever he wants to do other than make man. So, because he can't make man, he distorted man and distorted the behavior of man in the Garden of Eden. When God gave Adam and Eve, um, Eve to Adam, he directed them how to live, how to, how to be together. Satan didn't like that. 
and he brought something opposite. That's why you find what. And listen, they're trying to get this all over the world from even kindergarten. But God, hear what he says in verse 19. Despite Satan's evil and wickedness and working on the minds of people, God said, the Lord here said in verse 19 of Luke 10, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. So even when Satan is carrying on and he's doing all kinds of things, we have the Holy Ghost in us who rules in our lives, who directs our lives, so we don't have to fall for his ploy. He will attack. Oh, yes. He will tempt us. But we don't have to fall because we have the greater power. I just read it. That's the Holy Ghost power greater than any other powers there be on earth. I was just giving you a quick little introduction of demonic activities to let you know they are real. We'll go into this another time, but right now today's message is, the title of today's message is, Try Again. Do not give up. Oh, my Lord. Try again. Do not give up. You know, there are many people, you can even think of some of them right now in Afghanistan trying to get out, get out. And maybe they have been there, heard one man said two, 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 two weeks he was standing there waiting. Some of them may be waiting a long time. Don't give up. Maybe you're listening. Don't give up. It doesn't matter what you're doing, what you've tried, what has happened in your life. If you're still living and breathing, there is always hope. The only thing you have, when you have tried and failed, the only thing you have left is hope. Never let go of hope. Let hope be your anchor, that even though you tried nine times and you failed, the tenth time may be the time when you say, oh, I'm not going to try again. I'm here to say to you again, don't give up. I'm going to read the scripture today from Luke chapter 5, beginning from verse 1, and it goes like this. And it came to pass that, that as the people press upon him, that's on, on Jesus, to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genezareth. He saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him, that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. Verse 5, And Peter answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. I want you to hear the turning point. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. You have tried nine times to get a job. 99.9 .9 times to get a job. You have prayed for years. I'm saying to you today, try again. And don't give up. You know, when Jesus spoke to Peter, 
Look at verse four, verses 4 and 5. Jesus said to him, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Peter answered unto, answering said unto him, Master. In other words, I wonder if that master was just master. It may have been master. We have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. I want you to look at the picture here. Peter and his fellow men, um, one of them was James and John. They were companions. I believe they may, be, may have been business partners. They'd be a fishing um, industry or business. He said, we have toiled all night. All night. We are, we, we are seasoned fishermen. We know what fishing is about. We just gave up because after toiling all night trying to fish, not one of them bit. So we're washing our nets now and we're just, you know, maybe they had a few fish. We don't know. They may have because they're washing the nets. And they now decided, well, let's go and get some rest for the, to, to rest for the day or do our daily tasks. But here he comes. Jesus comes. Get down your nets. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets. I'm here to see, you know what he's actually saying to them? He knew. He already knew that they had toiled all night. Because Jesus knew everything. In Matthew 29, 28, rather, he said, all power is given unto me. That means the same power, all knowing, being everywhere. In his humanity, he could not do it. But in his spirituality, in his divinity, he never lost it. He never He was a dual man and God. He never lost his divinity, but he gave deference to his humanity so that he could mingle with us. Amen? We can't see spirit. And the word that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. When God speaks to you, whether he sends a little child, he sends a bird to feed you, <laughs> or he, he, he make a donkey and ask, talk. When God speaks to you, obey. Show deference to God's wisdom, to his power, to his might, to his knowledge, to his counsel, to his power. Show deference because God has, um, you know, Everything under control, and he knows everything. Put your feelings aside. Put your experiential knowledge aside. Listen, master, we have toiled all night. Sister, I applied ten times for a job. I have been applying for the past year. I have called this person several times. I have prayed and nothing has happened. Why should I pray anymore? Never forget the widow woman in Luke 18. She kept going every day to the unjust judge who did not fear God and couldn't care less about men. Like a lot of leaders today, I can assure you, not only judges but all over. You take it from the top to the bottom. They're out there. But she kept on going. She kept on going. She kept on going until one day. The unjust judge said, you know what? I am tired seeing this woman every day knocking on my door telling me to avenge her. 
I avenge you. I don't want to see you no more. Who cares? Release me. Amen. Help me. I have, I have a need. Help me. I don't care. You don't have to like me. Praise God. You don't have to like me, but I have a need. And because no done just judge is not, nothing close to God. We know that God loves us. Praise God. And I believe at times when he allows us to keep coming, keep coming, he wants to make sure, or further from that, we must build up a relationship with him. God is not a Santa Claus. No. We must value every gift that God has given to us. Everything God has given to us, we need to value it. Make full use of the health that you have. When you lose it, very rarely you regain it. Make full use of the opportunities that come to, your, to you. Don't say, well, I did try some time ago. I don't know what he could do for me now. Oh, I, I tried the, the, this person or that person. But this, this other one is saying to you, try again. This is what this message is about. Try again. Peter said, nevertheless. I know I toiled all night. I caught nothing. But nevertheless, because you said it, hallelujah, God, because you said it, you know, there are people who have waited, they're single women today, never been married, some have been married, some have had relationships, some have had children, but they want to be married. And maybe they, they've been trying and trying, well, whatever way they do. And maybe you're saying, oh, well, I don't think I want to bother anymore. I won't bother. I won't even bother with God anymore. I won't even bother to ask God. There's a barren woman who will say, well, I won't even bother to hope anymore. But this word is saying this morning, I want you to say in yourself, nevertheless, after toiling all night and caught nothing, nevertheless, because God said Launch out, amen, into the deep. You know, sometimes, saints, we are so shallow. Our faith is so weak and limpy, so measly. And it takes us going into that deep, oh God, the well of salvation, to draw out the good that God has for us. It may need a few more days of prayer and fasting. You may have to take a day from work, lose a, pay, a, a day's work, Be, pay, pay, because why? You have a great need. Peter was married. He may have had family. We don't know. He had a family. Unlike some people today, he had a wife, and he took, no doubt he took care of his wife. Well, going around with Jesus, he had to take care of his wife and family. Even he had a mother-in-law. Yes, Jesus healed her. What I'm here to say this morning, do not give up because you've tried and tried and tried and nothing happened. We need to remove from the shore. Many of us live on the shore. Well, you know, although I'm from um, and the Caribbean, let me say here, I can't swim. I'm just a shore swimmer. <laughs> you know, I'm on the edge of the sea. I love to go in the water. It's beautiful. First thing in the morning, I go and get a dip before I go to, 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 to school as a teacher. I love that, you know, and I really enjoyed it. 
But I can't go out deep because I can't swim. But that doesn't say the, the sand I am bathing in, if I were to go deeper, I wouldn't see no sand under my feet. You need to move a little deeper. You need to get closer to the Lord. You need to trust him. You need to build your faith. Get into the deep. That's what Jesus said. Launch out into the deep. Go a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. Try a little harder. Cry a little louder. Write another letter. Make another phone call. Make another request. Send another text. And as you're doing it, pray. Pray. You may say, look at Jesus now. He's a preacher. What does he know about fishing? Simon and his companions, they were professional fishermen. Here comes this man telling them, launch into the deep. What does he know? But I don't think this is what um, Peter was thinking when he said, Master, we have toiled all night. I believe Peter was more or less saying, it's useless. You're saying that this morning. My son is on drugs. It's useless praying anymore. My daughter's in this kind of relationship. It's useless. Remember what Peter said. We have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, this is the turning point of Peter's night's fishing. His adventure for that 24 hours. This one word, nevertheless. Are you listening to me this morning? Are you telling yourself you've given up, you've washed your nets? Well, I've turned off the computer. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm tired. Well, I've tried. 12 o'clock in the night, you're woken up by the Holy Spirit, and he said, go send that email. Go write that letter again. Send that application again. Go back to the doctor. You never know. Try again. That's your nevertheless. Peter's going out was by the word nevertheless. Because you say it. He said, at thy word. In other words, because you say it. I will let down the net. To whom are you listening this morning? The devil is telling you, don't try anymore. Don't. It makes no sense. You have sent in so many letters, 99 letters. Maybe you're sending 400 and so many letters. And you receive no drop. Try the last here. Nevertheless. 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 Try again. Don't give up. Peter did not allow his experience. Well, you know, Lord, they don't like my, people of my kind to be there. I heard things, and I don't want to apply there. You apply. God has said to you, apply. Everything you hear is not always true, especially in these days of what is going on, this cultural revolution, devilish revolution. You don't need to listen to that. Don't listen. You listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And you pastors out there, I hope you have not changed your church or the, the, the gospel to please man. 
I hope not. I hope you're sticking to the gospel. Come what may, whatever it costs you. If you have to give them back your 5013, give it back. I know someone who did it. But you preach the truth. Nevertheless, even though you're going to lose your 501c3, preach the truth. Preach what the word says. That's our theme for Shekinah Theological College. What does the word say? You cannot reach the world by going along with man's doctrine, man's philosophy, man's ideology, or man's culture. Go along with what the word says. Peter said, at thy word. Oh, hallelujah. At thy word. Whose report are you believing this morning? Whose word are you accepting this morning? Are you going to change your church to, choose the, to, to please the world because you want to get the almighty dollar? Because you want to be with the in crowd? Jesus was never with the in crowd. But they gathered. They, even Nicodemus, a man, a, a Pharisee of the Pharisees, with always the one Pharisee of the Pharisees. But a man, a doctor of the law. But he came to Jesus. They are, all kinds came to him. But I believe that most of the people who came to Jesus were people with no names. <laughs> no names. They were not brand names. And when he spoke to them, go dip, or whatever he says to them to do, go show yourself at thy word. At, this is the thing, at thy word. Think about these three words that followed nevertheless. Nevertheless, because you say it, Lord, this is what the word says. Preacher. And those of you who are with the so-called in-crowd, the elite of the world, or the elite of the church, what are you preaching your people? What are you teaching them? What are you preaching to them, and what are you teaching them? Are you teaching them what the Word says, or what the world says? At thy word. At thy word. Think about it. Peter says, you know what he's saying? Since, Lord, you've said it, I have trusted you. Everything you said came to pass. Everything you did was out of love and compassion for others. So what, your word. I have an experience with you, Lord. When you know the voice of God, you will not question if what he says is real. If he's going to hold to his promises. But God said he was going to do such and such for me. And I've been with. Or the scripture said thus and thus. You know there are many who go into um, Deuteronomy 28 where we find the promises. There are just about 14, I think 14 verses of promises. But from verse 15 to around 68. All to do with curses. When you disobey the word of God. Have you noticed there are those who say, well, God will make you the head and not the tail. He'll bless you going out and coming in. But not while you're living in sin, sister. Not while you're dressed and look like the world, look like the devil, look like a Jezebel. 
Some of you, someone was talking to me yesterday. Some of you, your nails, I don't know how you cook for your husbands. How you cook, how you even, if you have an itch, where, how do you scratch it? I wonder. Your lashes long, I don't know how you, some of you are not blinded. Why you don't poke other people in their faces with those long lashes and call yourselves women of God? No, no, no. Maybe the gods of this world you worship, but not God. And then you're going to, do you think anyone's going to take your word? Do you think someone's going to take your word looking at you, looking just like a Jezebel? Who's going to take your word? Who's going to care about what you say? Someone wants to introduce a certain person. I went on the web and looked at the person. I said, no way. Just one look. And I was turned off. No way. Would I want to be in the company of that individual? What I saw was so devilish. If you dress and look like the word, how do you think people are going to take you at your word, say you're a Christian? Peter could take Jesus at his word. Amen, amen. His word, word reflected his character, his personality. He could have accepted his word. His word was words of integrity, glory, words of truthfulness, faithfulness, honesty. That's what his word, his word meant to Peter. Oh, hallelujah. Does your word mean anything to your friends, to your associates, to those you work with? What does your word mean this morning? Can someone say, oh, that sister, yes, 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 I know she's a true believer in Christ. I was looking at someone I've known for years. I love this person. And I happened to be on the page one day, and when I looked at what I saw, up to this day, I just cannot stomach it. Why do you women, especially women claim to be women of God, have to look like the devil? Why do you want to look like Hollywood? Why can't you look like women of God and dress modestly? Why do you have to be running this competition? Well, uh, as you so-called call yourselves, I'm a first lady. You are no first lady for no church. The church is the First lady for Christ, the bride of Christ. Many of you better say first lady, and I'm not saying it to you, God. Because the church is the first lady. This is why many of you, you're always in bickering of members because they don't take your word. They don't look, when they look at you, don't behave like a Christian. So they won't take your word. Many pastors. They're not going to take your word because they don't act like, Christ, like true believers in Christ, true servants of God. Behave like servants of God. Don't go for the things the world has. You know, listen, your church don't have to be like church down the road. What if you don't have a choir? What about the congregation? Sing the songs of Zion. Songs that were written by men and women who suffered for the word. Man who wrote, what a friend we have in Jesus. I don't think any today, for what I'm seeing and hearing, I don't even buy their tape. I don't, I don't listen to, to, to their um, CD. I don't. I don't. You know, what a friend we have in Jesus. Story was told. It was after some setback in his life, whatever it was. I remember what they said. I won't even repeat it here. What a friend we have in Jesus. You think when people wrote, wrote the song, Jesus Hold My Hand, do you think they were, they, were, they were eating peaches and cream and sitting under the sunset or under, under a lovely sun and palm tree and sipping whatever? No. 
Many of them, they wrote out of their sorrow, out of the time of their need. But they were able to say, nevertheless, at thy word. And when the word came to them, when the song came to them, they penned it. And today we can sing, Jesus, hold my hand. We can sing the song by this man, Stafford. I'll call it till come back to my memory in a little while. You know? But I wanted to say to, to say to you today, do not give up no matter what you're going through. Try again. When circumstances are saying otherwise, you've toiled all night, you've caught nothing. That's what circumstances are saying to you, to try now in the day. You try again. Try again. Maybe you got married some time ago and it did not work out for whatever reason, whether he's gone or whatever happens. And you're saying, no way, I'm not going to marry again. Won't trust another man. Won't trust another woman. Try again. If God sends you the right person. I've known people who tried a second time. I know of a young lady right now. Marriage beautiful, blooming, two lovely children. She tried again. Didn't happen the first time, but she tried again. May not happen for everyone, but you need to listen to God. Does he want you to marry a second time? Ask him first. And the song I was trying to remember, Stafford, during World War II, when he lost, he sent his daughters and wife, I think they were going to London, I'm not sure, but wherever they were going, they were on this boat, it was torpedoed. I think there were four daughters, whatever number of the daughters they were. They all died. Wife wrote back and said, arrived alone. And they were sailing again, him and his wife. And when he got to the spot, it was then he wrote the song, it is well with my soul. Oh, hallelujah. When peace, like a river, attendeth my way, and billows are like sea billows roll, seas are, whatever it is, let me say here, this morning you're telling yourself, it's too much. I cannot deal with it anymore. I cannot deal with it anymore. I can't manage it. Let me say here, you can still say it is well. People, when they wrote those songs, they, it wasn't because everything was going well for them. It is because they recognize the power of God. They recognize that with God all things are possible. It is well with my soul. It is well. It is well. Can you say that this morning? That it is well with your soul? Because you're trusting in God. Can you say nevertheless? After losses, Maybe you're saying, oh, I'm not going to try anymore because, um, well, you know, I tried and um, I tried. I was married and so forth and whatever the case was. Look, God is able to do the impossible. And if he says to you, try again, this is what I'm here to say to you. If he says to you, try again, then try again, my brother. Try again, my sister. The song is like, when peace like a river tends my way. 
when sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, that was taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. You know what he's saying? Nevertheless. Hallelujah. Nevertheless. At thy word. I'm still going to hope again. I'm still going to hope. When Job lost everything, nevertheless, I'm going to hope again. And God gave him W here. People told, oh, you'll get W for your trouble. And when you look at the little trouble they're concerned about, a little pimple, a mosquito bite. But right now there are people right now in Afghanistan. I want, if you're listening, I want to say, or whenever time you're listening, wherever in the world you are this morning and you're listening to this program, you may have come to the point where you said, I'm going to give up. I can't deal with this anymore. I can't manage this marriage anymore. Give it into the hands of the Lord. You can't do it. God can. He's the, he ordained the institution of marriage. I mean between a man and a woman. That's the only marriage I speak of. I don't know of any other. Believe me, I don't know. I only know of what God has instituted. So don't ask me about anything else. He looked at the, he then he wrote, he said, though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and I've shed his own blood for my soul. I want to say to us this morning, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know what your trials are. But remember, you can try again. You can hope in God again. Yes, you may have lost everything. I was speaking to someone yesterday from Haiti. This minister said, the brethren come, they come to me, they said, Pastor, we have lost everything, I don't know what to do. He was saying to me, I didn't know what to do. I was able to encourage him and show him from Second Chronicles 20 and verse 12 where Jehoshaphat, when he was surrounded by that mob, wanted to to really annihilate them. He said, when he had finished praying, he said, God, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. In other words, whatever you say, God, I'm going to do it. Whatever you say, so this morning, whatever God is speaking to you, whatever he's saying to you, do it. At his word. This is what Peter said. At thy word. Nevertheless, at thy word. Look at these three things. One word, nevertheless. At thy word, this phrase, number two. And lastly, I will let down the net. Don't just say you're going to do it, but don't do it. He did it. And guess what happened? Verse six. And when, he had, had, when they had this done, in other words, when they did it, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Let me say here, when you accept the word of God and do what the word says, you're going to have blessings overflowing. That, as they said in, in one of the Psalms where Israel's, um, Israel's enemies looked at them and said, the Lord has done great things for them. Israel said, yes, the Lord has done great things for us. Whereof we're glad. It's a song I just sing as a little girl in the church where I was. The Lord has done great things for us. We're off. We're glad. We're off. We're glad. 
God is able to do the impossible when we put our trust in him. When we put our trust in him, God will do for us what we cannot do. What we cannot do. Remember, he will do, he said here in Psalm 124, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us. Right now, there are many who are saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. They're standing, they're waiting, trying to escape what is to come. And they don't know. But I'm going to pray for them this morning. We've been praying for them. I'm going to pray because we are not going to give up. We won't give up. The word of God said pray for one another. And that's what we're doing. We're going to continue praying. The rest is up to God. The rest is up to him. And believe me, God is able to do the impossible. What we cannot do, what man fails to do, God will do it. You know why? Because he loves his people. And not only that, he keeps his word. He keeps his word. Amen? God, he keeps his word. God will do for us more than we are able to do for ourselves. And remember, if God is not on our side, we are going to be swallowed up. Things will happen to us. It's here in Psalm 126. When God blessed his people and those around them, they saw what the Lord had done. Let me read it to it here. It said, verse 1, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. This is what happened. Listen, when God begins to work on your behalf, you wonder, just like Peter, when they saw the draught of fishes, they couldn't believe their eyes. Verse 2 here says, when then was our mouth filled with laughter, that's when God turned their captivity, and our tongue was singing. Then, they, then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. Verse 3, the Lord hath done great things for us, whereas we are glad. We are believing God this morning to do great things for our brothers and sisters abroad. In, the, in, some, in some countries, we have the underground churches. We don't know what God will do here. We may have to start having an underground church here too. We don't know. I see things changing day after day. But one thing we're sure of, we serve a risen Savior who is in the world today. He's in the world. He's powerful. We have the Holy Spirit in the world. Jesus said when he was leaving, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, another comforter. I want to remind us all today and to, to leave with you, no matter what happens, follow whatever the Lord tells you to do, no matter how many times you have tried. Allow your experience, put that behind and listen to God who is all wise. Furthermore, if you want the blessing, remember what Israel said, the Lord has done great things for us. If you want the blessing, you must leave your humanity, 
behind. Ignore your super intellectual ideologies and obey the instructions from the Lord. You know why? God knows everything. He's everywhere. He is all wise. He is the great creator of heaven and earth, Jeremiah 32. Should you not listen to him and leave everything else outside? Do you want the blessing? Try again. God will never fail you, I can assure you. He will never give you a six for a nine. Never. You know, turn the nine upside down, you, you, you get a six. No, not God. His word is his bond. His yes is yes, his no is no. Only those two. God is faithful. Listen to his voice. Try again. Believe again. Trust again. Launch out into the depths of for his blessings. Remember that. If you are going to get anything, you must go into the vastness of his treasures, his love, his grace, and his mercies. Try again. Father, I want to thank you again for these words. Thank you, oh God, for your blessings. Thank you for your keeping care. Thank you for the Holy Ghost who ministered to and through us. For those who have been listening, Lord, many may have given up a long time ago. They may need to, but God, may you motivate them to take down that old violin. Oh, hallelujah. Whatever the violin represents their God. Take up that pen and begin to write again. Take dust off that piano and begin to play again. Get down, open that computer and begin to write again. Begin to sing again. Whatever God, whatever gifts you've blessed them with and they've given up. May they try again and go into the depths of your mercies and your love and see what you will do in Jesus' name. For those who have never met you, never given their hearts to you, may you speak to them this morning. May the word, something in them, Lord, some that they heard, touch their heart and say, I'm giving my heart to the Lord. And as this one is coming to you, Lord, I know you'll open up the door and let them in. There's always room for more. Now, Lord, we turn to our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan this morning. Father, we know there's nothing you cannot do. Uh, as Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat said, we don't know what to do, Lord. I don't have a plane to go and rescue them. There's so much I cannot do, but one thing I can do, and my brothers and sisters can do, is to pray. And we're praying for their deliverance, their rescue. There's so many out there, Christians out there, Lord, who are lending, giving, lending their, their, their efforts, Lord, giving their efforts as it were. Monies. I heard someone said, I use my credit card to pay, to charter, and so much. This is what they're doing, Lord. These are not these are not these mega ministers who collect to buy their yachts and buy expensive cars, Lord. They're using what you've given them. So God may you replenish them when they return that their credit cards are going to be paid off. Those who have to borrow, Lord. Whatever way, their savings, whatever they need to help and to rescue the helpless, which others should have been doing, but are not doing. God, we're asking you this morning to stand with them. Wherever they're taking them, Lord. Shatter them. Oh, hallelujah. Shatter them, Heavenly Father. Because we have heard. We have heard, Lord. We've heard what's happening, Lord. But you shatter them yourself. Keep up the, the hands of the enemy. Keep up the higher powers, Lord God, who will deter them. 
defend what they're doing and stand with them, Heavenly Father. We pray for Haiti this morning, another country, Lord God, devastation, need. I want to pray for that particular brother and his congregation this morning. Dear God, we pray for them. One came to him and said, I've lost everything. We pray to God that even if someone is listening to this program this morning, I can reach that brother. I can send you his information. And you can send it directly to him if you don't want to send it through Faith Restoration Ministries. But if you are willing and you want to help, God may have touched some heart this morning to say, I will help. I spoke with someone yesterday who was willing to help. God, these are brothers and sisters. It's not for us to criticize or say. Then we hear of another storm, dear God, that's going to hit inland here. Father, you have people in that path. Please protect your people. There seems to be an onslaught of satanic attack on the world, the entire world, oh God. If you don't help us, raise up true leaders, true people, true members and men and women of God who will stand in the gap at such a time as this. Please have mercy. Remember, every state with these storms will touch, touch every life. Let no one give up, Lord. Let no one give up. Maybe so many years ago when they had one, God said to the date, I don't remember if it's 10 years, they may say, again, God? The same thing with Haiti, 10 years. And there was another earthquake. And this time, not just an earthquake, but storm with it. God, only you know how much we can bear. We may not have earthquake, we may not have storms, our lives may not be definitely in danger, but we too stand in the midst of it, various other situations that we are facing in this land. We ask God that you move mightily and swiftly. You know what I've been praying for for many, many months, Lord God, and I'm not stopping. I can't give up. I have to keep trying again, praying again, fasting as you lead me, and continue to believe with courage that you're going to answer and you will do. We thank you for what you have done because God, what we're seeing, if it, was, if it had remained hidden, we'd be none wiser. But praise God, whatever you do is always well done and your delay is not a denial. It is not a denial. There are many this morning who are locked up wondering what will happen to me. God, I know you can... Even as Jesus said, we may have cried and called you several times, and we have to wait long, but when you move, you move suddenly. And God, I believe that's what you're going to do. You may have waited, we may have waited, but I do believe when you move, it's going to be sudden. Many are going to be taken by surprise because God, you're a just God, a God to whom vengeance belongs. So God, deliver, set free, protect, guide, and Lord, grant blessings. We ask it in no other name but the wonderful and precious name of Jesus, the name that we love. Christ's sake we ask. Amen. This was Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We're at www.frministry.org. You can 
follow us on Facebook or on Skype, or also if you would like to reach us inland, we are at 678-964-4096 or 770-347-8320. Again, our website is www.frministry. If you have been called by God, and maybe you just want to do one program, one, minute, one um, course, our popular course is Study of the Word. Study of the Word. Why don't you check us out at www.frministry.org? Even if you are overseas, we can work with you. Yes, I don't speak Creole, but praise God. God has his ways of getting his people to be uh, knowledgeable in what he has called them to do so they can help their own people. I may not speak your language, but there are ways in which we can communicate. So listen, don't let your language hold you back. I know you come from Asia. I won't even say the places you come from, but I want to thank you for listening to this broadcast. Remember, if you need counseling, you need prayer. We have inspirational books. Yes, all kinds of books are there. Go to our website at www.frministry.org. The books are both in hard copy and digital. May God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Next time will be um, the first Sunday of September. I'm looking forward. We don't know what will happen between now and then. But whatever you do, stay safe. Stay prepared. Stay ready. Let us stay ready. That when Jesus calls, when he comes, we are prepared and he'll say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace, both now and forevermore. God bless you until we meet again. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.